Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let the buzz begin. Holy potatoes. We'll let them sing for a little bit. And hello, 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 because it's been so long since we've seen you guys, and we do apologize. Us on the West Coast, we had a baseball game, and that's why we were not here for you last week, because we didn't get to watch Arrow on Wednesday. But anyways, I digress. Welcome, welcome to the Arrow After Show. I am Allie Kona Bradford. Be sure to join us on this end of the table. All you have to do is hashtag ABTV Arrow, and you will co-host with us. Let's say hello to our friends. Hi, I'm Lex Michael. I'm all over social media at the Lex Michael. I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. It's T-A-R-I-J-A-Y. And you can find me at Boys and Beauty 01 or on Instagram, yours truly, Allie Kona, with slashes, those things, underneath. And guess where you can find Felicity? Underneath Oliver. Ba-boom, uh, oh, I get it. Yeah. Underscore what? jokes. Yeah. They are sexually joke. active. Wow. <laughs> okay. They very much are. <laughs> who else oh, enjoyed oh, okay. it? Okay. Who, who enjoyed it? I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> We're going to pull up our hashtag soon. And when we do, I, I'm almost positive. I'm going to see all these comments and everybody's going to be high-fiving me because of the Olicity action, right? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Maybe silence. Totally. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them all over the those hashtag. cute kids those cute that kids well you know what can i just say though i was really surprised during the flashback that they did the dirty because i thought you've kept this a secret this whole entire season sure and i thought this was an 11 month ago flashback and they're talking about damien dark mm-hmm. blasey blasey blah and then they talked about what's her bucket's X that I can't remember, Tommy, Timmy, Timmy, guy. Which guy? The died. Are you he talking died. About Billy <laughs> Malone? <laughs> Tommy, Timmy, Tiny, Thompson, yeah, guy. T name. That guy. So obviously yeah. if they did the dirty 11 months ago, and then in some, between the 11 months and now, she was involved with... Um, uh, Billy, with Malone. Billy Malone. The Billies. Then... He really didn't have time to have that many feelings for him. Well, wait. When? Hang on. When was? Where does this fit in the timeline? Because wouldn't flashback she... was eleven months ago, and they were right. talking about Damien Dark. He right, was not right, around right. during Damien Dark. Times. Right. He didn't show up till season five after Correct. they had formally split. Yeah. But couldn't it be? I mean, this was that still would place it before she got with Billy, right? Yeah. That's what it I'm was saying, though. Before, yeah. So if, if that's the case, and it was only eleven months ago, that means she really wasn't with Billy that long. No. Okay. I see what you're yeah. saying now. Okay. Okay. I get. I get it. Okay. But my my response to that would be, no, you're right. Not enough time. Well, we talked about that, right? But I'm just saying it just further proves the point that they really were not together that long. No, they weren't together. Yeah, they weren't. It was yeah. actually really. How long has this season been? Do we know like the full elapsed time of the present day storyline this season? They're like, we dated two weeks, but I'm in love. I feel like it's been a few months. Probably a few months. Yeah. And I feel like, too, especially when it's like you've been dating Oliver Queen for however long it was that they were together, you break up with him. You're still working together. It's a very, probably very tough relationship. You meet somebody, finally, the first person you meet that you actually feel like, oh, I, I want to give this a shot with you. 
and then this world that you're a part of gets that dude killed. I can imagine that's probably okay. a lot different. Whether or not it was like he's the one for me forever, I could I could see that throwing somebody. Yeah. yeah. And then it's not like she was like, I'm gonna marry this dude. It was like, hey, we're dating. I'm I, Hey, I I'm love not- you. Have they had they dropped the L bomb? Maybe you know I don't remember, but they I definitely do weren't know living together. Really quickly, that we don't see the hashtaggy room. So oh, the, the chat. Do you want the hashtag or yes, the chat? The, the chat. chat. Okay, Thank the you. chat is different than the hashtag. Sorry, <laughs> I like the hashy t- tag room though. The room, the room. Open the room. Let's see it. Sorry. Anywho, we want to be in the room where so, it happens. Well, let's actually actually talk about that the episode now that I'm I'm on one. So. <laughs> Obviously, they get trapped in this thingamabobber, and I thought it was very, like my jargon there, it was very clever to me of the writers to write it in a way that Felicity's spinal device did not work, right? And so all these things are going on, and they're trapped, but that's just one more element that adds to the fact this is going to sound so girly, but that brings them closer together. And when I say that, I mean literally in a physical sense, too, because not only are you talking about things and trying to survive, but everywhere you go, you physically have to pick her up, and as weird as it sounds, right, if you really used to be in love with somebody and you still have feelings for them, something as simple as a touch can bring up even more emotions, and not only is it touch, but she's, like, literally hugging onto you the entire time, that's like, you're smelling his neck sweat. That's just <laughs> enough to be like, I love you again. The ultimate sign of love. The neck smelling sweat. someone's neck That's sweat. when you know. Yeah. That's uh-huh. when you know. Well, and I, I, I can see that. And also, too, uh, removing the, the chip's ability to help her legs function brings her right back to where she was about a year ago when they were together and they were dealing with this very dire situation that this, this uh, disability was the direct result of. So it's a little bit of a jump backwards in time for the two of them in that respect mm-hmm. as well. Oh, yeah. Because the moment that she got her leg functionality back was the exact moment that they broke up. I mm-hmm. just, I didn't mm-hmm. realize that until just now. Yep. And plus it, it makes her more vulnerable too. Not just physically, but also like because emotionally, when you're relying on someone physically, if that makes sense, it makes you more vulnerable. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to say, hey, we got the little roomie up, so it's time to say hello to Casket Fan, Ivan Soto, Mirma Trope. They had sex about a month after Trey breakup. Yes, Stormy Woods. Hello. Uh, We all know Felicity loves Oliver. Sweaty. She said it in Ivy Town. What? I love you, Sweaty. I don't know, but let's make it happen. (laughs) Anyhow, Renji90998. Hello. I like Felicity because she calls Oliver on. Yep. She does call him on his shit. She does, and that's I. I liked that part of the episode as well too. I there there was a lot in last week's episode that I really liked. If I had one overall issue with the episode, it's it seems like of all of the things we could be doing this far into the season, more elicity stuff wouldn't have personally been high on my list. If this is the route that they were going to go, I think what we got was quite good. I was just a little puzzled by the decision to stop our ongoing story to do an hour of this. Well, and the weird thing is, is this week when we had this episode, it's like last episode never happened. Like, they stopped. They had all their moments. They had their mushes. They had their confession. They had their, which I really liked, Felicity saying, oh, now I really, really understand what it's like to be in your shoes. And then all of a sudden this week, I get you're dealing with Adrian Chase again, but everything stopped. It's like that never happened. Well, oh, go ahead. No, go, go, go. Uh, we did have the one moment when 
Oliver comes up to Felicity and t- like touches her shoulder and says, "If you couldn't find her, then I feel so safe that he couldn't find William." So like I think I felt like that was the culmination of last week's episode. Really that one moment of shoulder yes, touch. It was it it was, "Hey, I trust you," which is exactly what you've been looking for this whole time. Okay, and we got to talk about those trust back and forth conversations, but since you did bring up William, what happened to that too? Like, last episode, we have that bum 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 moment at the very end of the episode that leaves you on the cliff that says, Adrian just found William, and then this episode, nothing. Like, literally nothing, like, no nothing. It, it does, again, for me, it feels like we did, we took a hard time out last week. And I'm hoping that some of the, obviously, Chase finding William has got to come back into play before the end of the season. Well, of course. Obvi- it'd be weird if he just went and, like, hung out and chilled at, at the kid's school or something just to watch him, just because he could. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he is actually that crazy, though. He, yes. He, I, like, leaves him where he is, but he's just, like, every so often he's like, hey, you want to go to McDonald's? Like, I feel yeah. I feel like that would be a super Adrian Chase thing to do, to not really do anything to William, to just occasionally, like, pop in, take a selfie with him, and send it to Oliver. Right. Just like, to drive him nuts. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was really weird. Again, I have to assume that'll come back, but it did seem like that's a real big... Like, when you leave a cliffhanger like that, you at least think you're going to get a taste of it in the next episode. Just a little. Just and and it really, it, it only sticks out to me because, like we're discussing, it really feels like we didn't follow up on much of what we did last week, this week. Even though, yeah. again, within within that episode, I think all of what was there worked pretty well. Right. Mm-hmm. I will say the two episodes had themes, and they kept repeating them over and over again in their lines. For example, I had written it down, too. Um, basically, last week's episode, over and over, you heard Diggle and you heard Felicity and Oliver talk about disagreeing with choices and still trusting each other, which is back to what you were saying. And I like the fact that when you are trapped in a room, you're forced to talk about things you mm-hmm. may not normally talk about. And Felicity, again, as she's sewing him up, she says to him, you know, let's talk about this Helix thing. Because you, again, didn't back me up. Blahzy, blahzy, blah. And so we got the back and forth of trust me, trust me, trust me. The shame of it is when she finally comes with a plan and Oliver's like, I trust you. I'm going to sit back. Go ahead. No. She's like, are you really? Really? And then the plan doesn't even work. Like, it ends up popping a methane pipe. Whoops. But she failed on her own terms? Yeah. I suppose. Exactly. It was worth a shot. You gotta, you gotta let people make their own mistakes, brah. You can't just try to protect them. Which is, of course, another theme that we're seeing hit tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did like, too, like, t- talking about both episodes, and I was thinking about it a lot as we watched the episode tonight. I... I really have to commend the work that they did building their story thematically in both of these episodes. So I can forgive how on the nose occasionally some of the dialogue was. Like when he's literally yelling at Adrian Chase tonight, I'm my own man. I was like, dude, they're just like, just a notch or two down would have been fine. You don't have to speak the subtext of the scene. But again, the way they built all of these sequences thematically, uh, how they set up the little dominoes and we're able to knock them down. It's like, all right, you know what? You yell, you yell what you're going through thematically, Oliver. <laughs> but you didn't, do you. You, didn't you guys think it was rather strange? And obviously when we see the preview for the next episode, it alludes to some further interactions with Chase. But I thought it was really strange that when they have their staircase moment, Oliver and Chase, and they're fighting and they're fighting, and Oliver finally decides to get one step ahead of Chase not by physically doing something, by mentally getting into his head. And I'd like to think that 
Felicity somehow inspired that because really that's the only way you're going to break him down at this point. Like you cannot get one step ahead of him. So what I'm leading this to is the moment that Oliver says, well, basically your daddy didn't want you and Chase just goes, drop to the knees, take my sword. And he almost did it in a very, to me, it reminded me of a samurai movie like that. Yes. Uh, dishonor me. Okay, I'm going to just put my head down and you can just behead me now. Well, we were, Tari and I were looking at each other like, oh, he's about to commit seppuku. Yeah. That's what's about to happen right now. Oh, um, uh, technically, yeah, it would be uh, Harikari. Harikari. That's yes. right. Oh. What's, the, what's the difference between Harikari um, and Sepp- seppuku? Uh, so, seppuku is when you just uh, kill yourself, usually disemboweling yourself um, with a short dagger. Uh, uh, harikari is. I don't think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, Because that sounds really adorable. Uh, (laughs) Is when uh, you disembowel yourself and then someone cuts off your head. My people are so awesome, can I just say? Uh, Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's pretty For dope. those who don't realize, I am half Japanese, so that's where that comes from. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we're real graceful people, aren't we? Anywho, not putting him down, but that's just a little <laughs> weird. Just a little weird. I mean, there's like purpose to it. You know, you know? I get dishonor. I have dishonored my culture, my family, my country. I wouldn't go so far as chopping my head off, but if you're going to kill me, just shoot me. Like the whole disemboweling, and that's just well, not necessary. Would you rather bleed out, or would you rather just someone help you get it over with? But why even start in disemboweling? Just get it over with. Because the honorable thing to do is to... What, take to, your guts to, out? To, yes. Honor, have my intestines. It is everything that is within you becoming to the outside. Do that after you cut my head off so I don't feel it. No, you do it to yourself, bro. That no, or it doesn't see, count. That's the whole thing. Well, yeah. let's not count. I'd rather just be. I'd, I'd, let's not count. Just take off my head, please. Okay. Yeah. Um. Back to the episode. So so wait. Are we going? Are we going all the way? Are we going back to underneath? Because there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack yes. in that sequence that we were yes. just talking about. And again, it speaks to. I feel like they really paid off what they were building to in a way that I thought was very satisfying and I didn't see coming. And again, I have a lot of thoughts about what we actually saw and how much of that is is genuine and how much of that is more more machinations. Yeah. But I I like that we got where we got. Yes. Uh-huh. Go. I You got beef? No, not be because we're it up. we're talking about like everything leading up to 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 that sweet, sweet what okay I don't uh, know, everything like, leading up to chat. that sweet sweet uh, surrender scene and like I the thing is is it had a lot of impact but at the same time um, having the dramatic irony of us knowing that he has William, there's no way that he would have given himself up so easily. Well, I... Okay, so if we're going to talk about that, I started laughing quietly to myself when we saw the cell at Argus that Adrian Chase is in. Yeah. Because... All right. Obviously, there's more... We saw the promo for next week. Obviously, there is more at play here. There's a... If nothing else, there was a contingency plan. If he didn't plan to get caught all along, he at least had something in place for, for the eventuality that he might. But... It's entirely possible that he planned to get caught and that even if he was genuinely struck by the card Oliver was able to play, yeah. that he foresaw some version of getting taken 
maybe specifically to Argus. And then when I saw the cell, the clear cell specifically designed so you can go and have a badass conversation with the person who's there by choice, I was reminded of, like, all the other times that yep. happen in movies, like <laughs> in The Dark Knight and, like, uh, in The Avengers, Avengers and, like, yeah. in Skyfall, which isn't a complaint. But, of course, it's like if you've watched these movies, you look at this ser- as a scenario playing out, and you're like, oh. Yeah. He's doing a he's doing a Joker or a Loki or a right. Javier Bardem with, who takes his face out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you should actually put them in solitary because it's technically torture. <laughs> I feel like that's a, a straight Argus move to be like you going in solitaire. Hope you enjoy your week, which will feel like a month. And then they come out and they're just like gibbering, and you're like, I guess you're not a super villain anymore. But I feel like you risk making Adrian Chase more crazy. How can you... I think it'll circle back around. Like, he'll be like, I had time to reflect. I'm not my father. No one's their father. We're all our own people. Oh, what have I been doing? And then he, like, rehabilitates himself. Doubt it. I mean... (laughs) I mean, there's got to be at least one person for whom that happens in the entire span of human existence, right? Could be be Adrian Chase. Maybe. Could be. be. I mean, because he started crazy. Usually people go insane and come out crazy. So there's a chance that him being crazy already will just send him back around into self-reflection. Sure. You know? Can I just say, sorry to interrupt your really great dialogue. <laughs> We're breaking some ground but here, man. I'm, I'm about to break some ground, okay? <laughs> and just say that this is not going to make sense. But, okay, so when the cast, not the casket, I saw a casket up there and I said, ooh, when the cement block, the package, came in at the beginning of this episode... And they're like, it's a bomb, it's a this and that. You know, Oliver's like, pish posh, I have training, let me just pry it open. I honestly thought, and this is only because of the way they left the last episode, that William was in the box. Okay. Or something Mm. belonging to William was in the box. I didn't, not that I don't think Adrian Chase would go so far as to kill William. I don't know that I think the show would, as dark as they go, I don't know that the show would go. Hey, they killed little, little, little. Of my little Asian friend. That's right, they did kill. And he they wasn't just boy, dead. Yeah. He like they did got that already, a didn't they? yeah. He got he Not got a, a virus and he was oozing. Oh, yeah, and I guess he, it's yeah. right. That was and that was super unpleasant too. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna be like, well, the depiction of it on screen wouldn't be so. But that was that was pretty, pretty gross. Yeah, that was not so great. Mm-hmm. Though, I mean, if you send a a body like a fully dead body, then you've already played your your hand. Like, he could have sent an ear or, like, an arm awesome. with, like, a note or something like that. Right. Like, as long as as long as long William is alive and, still... and Chase knows he has William, he can always play that card. Right. Whereas, once you kill him and put him in a box and send him to no. Dad... Nothing matters. That's probably going to be real upsetting, yeah. but, like, you don't have that card to play anymore. Yeah. Right. Really quickly, before we move too far away from it, because we were talking about uh, Underneath and all of the, the themes of trust, did want to shout out... We got I thought some really nice Diggle and Lila stuff also. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Which, of course was about the trust between the two of them and how are we going to do this when it seems like this job at Argus is making you more and more like Amanda Waller and how can right. I trust you to be a partner to me and an ally in our in our jobs essentially right. if that's who you are and I like that they were able to come to a, a bit of a reconciliation by the end because we haven't gotten that much Diggle and Lila stuff this yeah. year. Well, I feel like also, too, they both had their excellent points that they were pointing out to each other because for a long time when I was watching these episodes I was pro-team Diggle over and over again. But Lila, I will admit, made a great point when she said, you know, and again, that whole theme with trust and no matter what, yada, yada, yada. But every time Oliver does something stupid and crazy, you have his back. You never question him. It can be just so far beyond, but you have his back. Why not mine? 
And I think that shut him up for a second. And I do appreciate the fact that she gave him the audits. Yeah. So, sorry, also, Winter's... Yeah. Uh, it scrolled up, but I think Winter's Beauty was the name. Also pointed out, they first episode of Legends of Tomorrow, they kill Rip Hunter's kids. So these shows kill children all the time. So I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, girl, we know. Anyway, so... <laughs> Yeah, you um, have to watch him die a bunch we of times. No, Oliver. Uh, someone's okay. Wow, there's a d- different topic going on. Someone get distracted. We'll say hi in the chat in just a second. <laughs> but finishing up, just Diggle and Lila. Yeah, they were calling each other. I thought that was great. Um, and then going back in a circle to Oliver and Felicity, and the same thing of them being able to call each other out and stuff. And Felicity, for whatever reason, and maybe it's because they were in a relationship at one point, she seems to be the only person who can talk any sense into Oliver. So to be able to, as he says, be convincing, get him to put the suit back on in this most recent episode. And then the prior episode, when he finally confessed to her the reason he didn't want her in Helix is because, well, I didn't want you to be like me, but I love to kill. It's my nature. And I'm like, oh, God. And at least Felicity could say, no, boo, you were locked up. Like, for however long, with cuckoo pants, and you went through this, and you went through this, and you went through this, and this, come on. It is it is nice. And again, I'm not, I was never anti-Elicity, I'm just not quite as, woo, about it as, as everybody else seems to be. But I really do appreciate how we can still, we can, if we are going to take a moment and stop our story to mm-hmm. play in that sandbox again... Mm-hmm. I like that we are seeing, again, still, after all of this time, and especially after all of this time, that trust does exist. And yes, the speed bumps are hit occasionally, but it exists. It's mutual love and it's respect. And he really does hear her because she makes him vulnerable in a way that nobody else is. Like you you were saying, it's like she calls him on his shit and everybody else tries to. But she is the only one on that team, I think, that truly makes him vulnerable, with the exception of Thea. And even Thea, occasionally, he's not going to, you know, you're my little sister. I'm not going right. to, I don't have to take this from you. Put your red outfit on. Come kill it. <laughs> with your bro, stop it. Um, but Felicity's really the only one that, that can constantly just cut through him completely. And it, it, it was. It was a nice thing to watch. And those two actors are so wonderful together. Great, yeah. yeah. And you guys talked about the timing. I feel like if any time during this season it were to come back and be a thing, this is the perfect, was, I guess, the perfect time. In that, like, we've we've allowed her to fi- fully grieve her, her previous relationship. We've allowed uh, Oliver to grow as a person. And he's, like, becoming a mentor. And he's having to trust other people. So, like, they're in different places than they were before, which allows them to make room for what they could be in the future. So I think there was no better time. I'm going to take a moment. I'm just going to bask in my elicity, and then I promise you guys I'll stop, but I do have to bring up the rest of the flashback of when they got drunk and they got... They danced a little bit. Yeah. So, well, you know, they brought back the salmon ladder. I enjoyed that very much. And this is just for the ladies. I know these guys don't really care about this part of the conversation, so it's me and you right now. And I just got to say, when they, when they, you know, Oliver just took her and he took control of the situation. He flipped her around, and I was like, "Yes, men, that is how you do it. Take notes." Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Super sexy. It, it was down. just it yeah. Around. Write it down. Flip it. Take yeah. control. Control. Okay. Yeah. You, can move uh, you own hand. that. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, take pictures okay. of those Put notes. Don't forget. Put her on a salmon ladder. Exactly. I'm going to get it in um, portrait mode if that's cool. Get yep. drunk. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
What else did I have, have here? This, have have um, Indian food. No Indian, because that could uh, result did you write, did you in... Did write down the uh, underground bunker? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah get trapped in one of those. Uh, make um, sure she's paralyzed. Uh-uh, that's so, so bad. The last thing I will say, <laughs> keep the look on your mouth. Tari's face is like, what? What's wrong with that? I need this on my phone anymore. So, right? Let's not get arrested. Nope. But the last thing I will say, something that Curtis said, and it was such a great quote to me when he was talking to Felicity, and trying to convince her, here's the bottle of wine, spend some time, now's a great time, la 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 la. He said, you know, Oliver can change, but the one thing he can't change is the way he looks at you. Mm-hmm. I said, yes, whoever wrote that. Okay, I'll let it go now. <laughs> you guys can talk about the rest of the show. But it is, it is nice, like I was saying, that there is somebody around that can consistently make Oliver, Oliver, Oliver. Hey, hey, he Olivier. does that to me too. It's okay. When he takes his shirt off, my mouth does the same thing. But uh, my brain always wants to say Alver, like an owl, owl? with the hood on. Oh, yeah. okay. Firing arrows with its talons, which is like, why do you need arrows when you have talons and wings? Anyway, uh, it is nice. Distance that somebody... versus up close, duh. Oh, there we go. It is nice that Oliver does have somebody around that can consistently make him that vulnerable. Because without Felicity as a counterpoint to his... Pain is everything that I am. <laughs> like it gets, it's gonna get tired. Not even just for the audience, but for like all his friends. Yeah. Like this guy gets, it's already tiresome for them uh, very often. So it's nice that she's around to mitigate that somewhat. Yeah. Uh, what did I want to say? I wanted to talk a little bit about Lance and Renee yeah. because we've had some nice moments. They're obviously, to me, it almost seems like the son Lance never had. And also at the same time, he's slightly living vicariously through Renee because Renee has the opportunity to have a second chance with a daughter. Yep. And obviously Lance does not. And so I was really happy with the speeches and the support that Lance gave. I'm was not so happy with Renee. Like, I understand where he's coming from. He really, really thinks he's protecting his daughter, but he's not putting himself in her shoes. No, and it's it's tough because there are ways, there are ways that Renee could have his cake and eat it too, but it would be very shady and not like, you could still, you could do that, right? So you could have your plan in place where it's like, no, she'll stay with this foster family that gives her a good life. But then, because you're a vigilante that hangs out with vigilantes and does vig- vigilante stuff, you could still like pop in every so often and be like, I love you. Right. Yeah, and but I don't know. I just it's so even though you have an amazing foster family and look, I'm not I'm not from that background, so I can't speak on it. But there's probably a piece of you that's like, well, that's my dad and that's my real dad, and I want a chance to really get back with him and get to know him again. Um, and Lance made up a, a great point about you not showing up. You think that's less harm because you're doing good for her, but not showing up and not explaining it. And you saw the close-ups on his daughter too. Was, I mean, that that ending uh, of that particular storyline in this episode was absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah, but I got maybe I'm just trying to like hold on to a little piece of optimism. I got to assume at some point they will afford Renee an opportunity to connect with his daughter. It's obviously not going to be now, right yeah. now, or this way. But I got, because he's too, his whole arc this season has been about just scraping the, the dirt and the, the grunginess off to seal the hard gold yeah. under there. It's like, you gotta give, give him a little bit. Give him this little thing. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You got beef? I got, and I, yeah, I got beef, beef son. Beef I got beef, son. Beef Double decker patty, son. Um, I, I feel like, in a way, he's right, though. I think that he should have, like, visitation rights, but I don't think he should have full custody. Because he is a vigilante, which means he's going to be gone at night. He's going to be kidnapped sometimes. This isn't his first time being kidnapped. No, yeah. So, like, 
get it. I can I can agree with that. I I definitely think it's probably in the girl's best interest not to be because if she's part of that world at all, if she's connected to that world at all. I mean, yeah. look at what we just Adrian Chase kidnapped Oliver's son, and he was pretty well hidden away. Right. So as long as you're in constant contact, if you're under the same roof, then yeah. I mean, all of their loved ones are potentially targets for their enemies. Yeah. So he's got to either give up, like he's got to give up being a vigilante before he can even think about getting his daughter back. Like, I, I love the sentiment of them, of him trying to reconnect with her. I think that he needs to get his house in order before he does so. Well, yeah, yeah but I'm just saying the way he went about doing it. He should have sat down and explained to her, I want to see you, I love you, I want to have visitation rights, but daddy doesn't have, whatever, his shit together without the cussing. But to not show up, it does seem like daddy just doesn't want me. Like, how dare you just not show up without an explanation? That's A. B, I got to call somebody out in the chat. Ivan Soto, sir, you do not yell. You do not yell in caps. That's why sometimes we do not read your comments. It is not polite. So I will say this. Sarah does exist. I'm not saying that she does not exist. But she's not existing on this show right now. So therefore, he is not able to connect with Sarah. And he's still, I think, living vicariously and, of course, still mourning over the loss of Laurel. Now, but in fairness, in fairness, okay, okay Sarah, Sarah is alive. But she did die that one time, and and yes. he did have to live through her death that one time. That one time in band camp. And it's like she came back to, in in fairness too, she came back, right, and she's alive again, and then suddenly she's away on a time ship, and they never see each other at all. Right. So that's probably, that's, that's got to be exhausting. She's not you know in what the I mean? scene. Like, <laughs> the point is she's not physically there at the moment. That's all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anywho. But anyway, he de- it, it, the the parallels to his own situation that he sees are it is heartbreaking. Your heart genuinely yeah. breaks for Quentin Lance because yes, even though Sarah is alive having time adventures, both of his daughters died. Right. Yes. One of them one of them died twice or like as far as he knows died right. twice yes. cuz she died on the Queen's Gambit, died finger quotes as far as he knew and then she came back and then she died for real. That's a lot. It's a lot, man. And the point is is just that he's saying, "Look, I'm a dad." I don't have my daughters with me. You, she's right there. Your daughter's right there. Just be a dad. That's all. And the the part that like got me was his, he was talking about like you have this opportunity to create memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you're making a choice right now that will preclude your opportunity to create those memories. And I wasn't given that choice. My daughters were taken from me. Even though again, Sarah's having time adventures. Um, right. My daughters were taken from me. I wasn't given that opportunity. So to watch you make that choice mm-hmm. like that's gotta be that's brutal. right yeah. right it just seems not fair almost but do you guys think that renee was kidnapped or do you think that he just didn't show at this mm-hmm. point at this point 50 50 probably right because again we know we know there's a bigger plan happening right and we know that probably next week people are going to be start starting to get picked off a little bit whatever picked off means yeah I imagine we're not going to kill our entire full cast. That'd be neat. Class. Wouldn't that be... Okay, I'm not rooting for this, but wouldn't that be a bold move? Yeah. Wouldn't you be like, I, I'm devastated, but I have to applaud the audacity. <laughs> I mean, especially because they made it such a big cast. They're like, all right, yeah, we can shave some of these people. No one's a series regular. As long as we keep Oliver, Diggle, and Felicity alive, everyone else is free game. Oh, oh man, that's... Sad. Well, next, next season, Oliver broods again. This is going to be the darkest year of our adventures, you guys. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of dark adventures, 
The guy that fell in the cement had a very dark adventure, and Dad <laughs> did push him in. What, you like my segue? Speaking of, I had this moment when they fell into the cement pouring trap. Uh Um, All right. Tari, Tari, you've seen Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Alicona, have you seen Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith? I can't say that I have. Okay, there's a moment that feels like we needed something to happen here, and we couldn't really justify it in a way that totally tracked logically. So because we need our characters to be in this position, he had... Obi-Wan and Anakin, when they get trapped by these beams, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan says out loud, how did this happen? We're smarter than this. <laughs> and that's that's what I thought of, because it it's bewildering to me a little bit that they fell into this particular trap. Yes. I mean, they need... I think that they probably wrote the, uh, the like, cement block piece first, and then they were like, we're gonna do this sweet homage to the Joker, right? We're gonna, we're gonna have them on a, a railless bridge fighting over something and then he's gonna fall in and then that will create a, a dead guy uh yep yeah i think <laughs> did anybody else this is so irrelevant to the storyline but did anybody else think that that cement that was going into oliver and diggle's little space just didn't look like cement like it just looked like liquid i was like that's really runny cement and why is diggle so upset and oliver's like cement is pouring in like that's it Nothing because he's doing his he's doing his character. Yeah, he's doing he's, so monotone, like yeah. not even freaked out at all. Like no, he's very pouring method. in. He's very uh, method. When he's in his gear, he never breaks character. Totally. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but in the, I I actually know exactly what you're talking about. The second shot when we saw the the floor, the the bird's eye shot, basically, that looked like right. concrete. The first shot looked real milky. Water, like it was just milky. gray water. I mean, that's that's how non-set. Uh, it you know it was really well mixed. You you're used to seeing it real chunky. Needing to be smoothed out. Come on, guys. Uh, I don't know how much carpentry slash construction you guys have done, but that was grade A c- c- concrete. <laughs> Were you going to say crap? No. no. <laughs> grade A crap. Let's talk about the flashback. It wasn't crap. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so we're... So we're back on the island now. Yeah. And we're back on the island. It's supposed to be, what, 48 hours before the pilot, essentially. And I like, did I understand this correctly? Did did Anatoly give him a disguise in a bag, essentially? Is that what that was? I couldn't figure yes. out. I looked down to make a note and looked up and went, and what? Okay, so... So that means that Oliver Queen, within the world of this series, was wearing fake hair. Yes. The way that Stephen Amell, in the meta life of this series, was constantly wearing fake hair. You guys, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's maybe my favorite thing that has happened in five years of this program. <laughs> his, like, the fact that he's going to be wearing a beard over his beard. And now I want to go back. I want to go back to the pilot. Like, I'll probably go home and like, yeah. put up on Netflix tonight this and be like... Tea. It's a great fake beard. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, but I guess it's like we've, we've met, even if you didn't watch any of the other shows, like Human Target alone existing in this universe, like clearly they've, they've got disguises down right. pretty well. Yeah. Um, and his, his friend was chameleon, so it must be a real good... Though, like, you have to imagine that, I assume it's clothes as well in, in addition to a weird beard. Uh, weird, weird beard. beard. Um, Hashtag weird beard. Yeah. But uh, I would assume that Anatoly was also like, let's let's get them measured because they have to fit in a certain way as well. I would imagine. Yeah. It's like, how how did you get this fit so perfect, Anatoly? We make cast of your face while you sleep. 
<laughs> we do it to all bratva, mm-hmm. so we can make uh, flashback hair for them. That's actually really impressive Russian. That's good. Like, cool. I love the idea that Anatoly's got a side uh, business. Not like <laughs> taking his buddy's old disguises, refitting them for all of his friends, and then giving them his gifts. <laughs> that would be awesome. Merry Christmas! Welcome to Anatoly's costume shop. But anyway, um, no, but we see them try to formulate the whole plan of Oliver being a castaway and how he gets discovered because we really don't know that from the pilot. So if it truly is Anatoly, because he's like, we'll find, you know, a fisher boat or something. Well, did Anatoly hijack the boat or just shoot some bombs towards it and scooted them along towards the island so they happen to go off course and find Oliver? Hmm. And then... No, he said uh, Oliver told him to bribe... The, oh, bri- the I missed yeah, the bribe. Yeah. I just thought he was going to do something violent. Oh, no. He was like, yeah, pay them some money. Tell them to come in two days. Uh, have a good day. Bring, bring donuts. Bring donuts. Along oh. with the bribe. Oh. It's like the friendliest bribe because it's the bribe, but it's also donuts. Oh, and we have to bring up like the biggest yeah. point because somebody yeah. in the chat was like, oh, so anti-clima- anticlimactic. I actually appreciated the fact that I could see... Oliver trying to make it a castaway situation, but also, hello, Slade's mask, which we know he's coming back before the season finale, so I just thought that was a nice little taste of, guess what's coming? I guess, right? I mean, I don't want to get too far into predictions. Like, I have have thoughts about how that's going to, because we saw, we did see in this episode, oh, what? Maybe. We well, did see who? we did see in this episode the last thing we saw in the flashback is Kovar very much not dead and it was hinted at clearly very heavily that he was going to return at some point. Yeah. We weren't sure if it was going to be in the flashbacks in the present day in a different season. I speculated at one point is he going to be the Arrow versus version of KG Beast? He mostly he looks the same. He yeah. looks it's pretty good all things yeah. considered. Yeah. yeah. I think he had like a, a distended jaw. Like, that was the extent of, like, his, like, deformity. I'd have to go back and, and rewatch. Yeah, he had, like, like, like a, a red scar thing happened. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. And on the CW, scars just don't happen to be that altering, you know? No, they're like, actually, like, the sexiest possible scars. Well, I know. So, say, if you think about it, Oliver has all these scars all over his muscles, and it's great, but yeah. not one single scar on his face. Nah. With all the torture he's been through, yeah, it is a little weird. All the bad guys were like, "Your face is too pretty. We will leave it alone." But the rest of you have like the cauliflower ears. He'd have like his nose would be broken in eighteen places. No, Renee's the only one with a face scar. He is, but it works for him, right? Like it's not one of those. Ooh, it's more like ooh, he's a badass because he's rough and tumble. Yeah. Um, I mean, and don't forget about the scar that uh, killed Mufasa. That's the worst scar of all. Wow. Yep. That joke happened, guys. And uh, so anyway, um, in the chat, hi. Hi. <laughs> Just kidding. John Lichtenberger. I heard a LOL. Let's hope that he's LOLing for you. Wilson. Oh, it sounds like they're talking about. Oh, I think, I think again, it's scrolling the, pretty quickly, but I think comparing the Slade Wilson mask to the Wilson volleyball. volleyball oh, that's funny. Hilarious. But see, guys, you can't put stuff like that in my head because the odds are we are never going to see an episode of Arrow that is one hour of Oliver Queen talking to the empty Slade Which Wilson mask. Which would be amazing. And now that I know that that could happen in some reality and it's not happening in this one, I'm going to live the rest of my days tortured. Oh. Right. Thanks, guys. It's a fan fiction, bro. Uh, do uh, it. I'm going to do it. 
You're an artist. I'm going to do it. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to be rich. Dang, <laughs> son. And then you're going to get sued. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm going to be rich, and I'm going to lose it all, and then some. Hi. Yeah. Somebody said hi. 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 Slade doesn't have an eye. That's that, a random. Great. <laughs> comments. Thank you for the fact, Casket fan. <laughs> but hey, you know what? He's still sexy, so... Sorry. Yeah. So none of the boys are appreciating any of my comments. Yeah, he's so I, hot. You don't need you don't need eyes to to be sexy. One is good enough for me, boo. Dang. That. Um. Can we, hey. Hey, Seuss. Jesus. Hey, Seuss. <laughs> hey, Seuss is happy we do this. I, I, me too. We're yeah. happy you join us. Okay. It's, so should we? We should probably right. Yeah. Uh, Can we predict now? Let, we got because we got to tie all this stuff up. <laughs> okay, fine. I think I've covered just about dang everything, haven't we? Let's see. Notes, bullets, canaries. Yeah, I mean, because now everything uh, else that I feel like I want to talk about is all me speculating. Right. Stuff. Okay. Uh, the only one thing we got the return of Samson. Uh, oh yes, he very was cool. Wait, he was cool. But okay, see, Stardust. but like I think it's noteworthy that we. We're almost. We have to tag him back into the conversation because right. it seemed like <laughs> a bigger deal would have been made over Samson coming back. It seemed like he was, and it was fun to see him. Yeah. Um. I actually think Cody Rhodes. I'm not a, a huge wrestling person, so I wasn't super familiar with him before he showed up on the show the first time. But I think he's a lot of fun. I think he's a really fun presence to have around. And it was a little weird to me to see him back tonight in what felt like a very minor role. It was very beeline story, and the only thing I had written next to him was uh, Secret of the Ooze, because I kept thinking, like, Ninja Turtles, the secret of, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like there is something significant. I mean, they mentioned the fact that he was potentially working with Chase, so perhaps he'll come back in the future as part of a bigger scheme, and going into, if you will, predictions, the fact that Chase had made the comment in the teaser, if you will, my friends are going to kill your friends. So maybe he's one of the friends. Maybe. Let's just get into predictions. Yeah. Yeah. predictions. So, so, all right. <laughs> I walked right up to this line before, but obviously we know that Slade is coming back at some point. We saw the mask, and we've seen now Oliver get taken by Kovar to who knows where. Presumably, if Kovar had a way onto the island, he's probably got a way off the island, but we... We're really holding, right? It is definitely 48 hours before the pilot, right? Where this isn't some weird arbitrary figure that got thrown at us and they might fudge a little bit. I mean, it could be that, like, in that 48 hours, he actually does miss a, the boat. And so we get another week of him being like, well, how do I, how do, how do I wait until this uh, stray boat comes? So, like, it could be 48 hours or it could be longer. What are the chances that. In the flashback, Slade helps Oliver escape from Kovar. They're not enemies yet at that point, right? I mean, not yes. not, not quite he's as a hard as they. For Cocoa Puffs, but not, he's not yeah. like they're not quite as hard. They're, I don't think they're at. I'm gonna kill your mom quite yet. Right. Uh, Yo, well, you know what though? Okay, I read an article. And I feel like I read it out here. Is eventually, and I guess I forgot this too when they captured chase tonight and we almost thought it was the end of the chase the whole climax of this show bringing all these characters back for the season finale or maybe the preseason finale was that oliver is going to have to call on friends like slade to help him so if and when slade comes back i'm almost positive he's on team oliver not on team chase. and in and in present day from the sound yes. of it potentially yes yeah hmm that I would mean, be an interesting rekindling yeah i feel like it if 
they were to convince Slay to join, it would have to be like a like a weird Vegeta kind of thing where fajitas. Yes, a weird fajita weird kind fa- of thing. Be like, we know how much you like fajitas. I'm not much of a cook. These are some weird fajita yeah. things. Please, please help so, us. Please. Uh, yeah, so just like that, but or, where they're like. Where Slade comes in and he's like, I'm the only one who gets to kill Oliver Queen. Um, I could see that being his only real motivation. Otherwise, like, I don't see why he wouldn't want to just, like, cheer on Chase. Right. Yeah, but, okay, that would be weird if he joins his team just to kill him later. Because why not join the team and kill him now? Because that's not how... TV works? Yeah. That's not how Vegeta's ta- storyline oh, goes. Yeah, okay. not, sorry, that's not TV sorry, enough. fajitas yeah. and tacos. I that's, apologize. That's that's too real world revengey. That's not oh, TV revengey enough. Sorry, yeah. Me. TV revengey happens so slowly that you have time to arc into more of a hero, right? Than you were when you wanted revenge in the first place. Ooh, okay. So I were in predictions. Um, really yes. quick prediction. We got to have Thea come back. She didn't come back for no purpose, just to see that Dad's really a killer, and then just to see that she... Which was weird, because five seconds ago, she hated Dad, and all of a sudden, because he left his sweet message, sweet little girl, I'm proud of you. I miss Dad. Really? Because 30 seconds ago, you it's told me... It's been a rough day for Thea. Yeah. I think a lot of emotions. I do I do think it'll be interesting to see how Thea takes this idea, this, this shared epiphany uh, between the two of them of really living not for the memory of our father, but living for ourselves. Right. It'll be interesting to see how she chooses to pick that up and run with it because there is one school of thought that suggests maybe she will finally overcome her fear that she will give in to her bloodlust and she'll suit back up and go out with the rest of the team, especially since it seems like we're going to need all hands on deck pretty soon. Yeah. And there's another school of thought that says that she won't, but I, I feel like she's going to. Mm. Really? But she also might not. But I, I hope, feel like she's going. <laughs> I hope she doesn't. Um, because I like I like bureaucratic Thea. Um, she is everything that I wanted Laurel's character to be. Um, in that, Ooh, like, get okay. Off the bus. All right, okay, I like bureaucracy. So anyway, you know what? I love it. Here's I, the thing. I think that's be- it's better thing. for her for sure overall. Yeah. But what she said when she came back and Oliver said, how are you doing? And she said, not good. And she made some sort of reference. Where's my paper? I don't know. <laughs> but she made some sort of reference saying that she's figuring things out. And it seemed like she's a little bit lost. And I feel like even though she's independent, she's still fighting who she is. So I honestly predict that she will join the team again. That's mm-hmm. my prediction. I'm going to leave leave it like that. I just like, I like their the, I like the aesthetic of there being a Speedy. I like because that's the iconography that I'm familiar with going back years and years and years. I like when you can see Oliver in the green suit and you have Speedy in the red suit next to him. We've got now a much more colorful, color, color, colored, we have some color guard we need doing purple. some flag stuff out with them. No, we Turquoise. have a much more colorful ensemble than we did a few years ago yeah. now, but I missed that splash of red. I mean, maybe they will uh, get Artemis to come back uh, oh yeah, where and where what where she? She's Somebody doing in the stuff. chat says she was the one babysitting William while Chase is off doing his thing. Oh, that could be. Right. That's quite possible. So maybe they'll rehabilitate her and she'll become the new Speedy and then no, Thea can keep mm-mm. being the pure no, the bureaucrat I don't like her. that we love. Nope, already betrayed All my trust. Of the bureaucrat. Get out. Bye, Felicia. 
Okay. Oh, okay. We'll Anywho, see you guys later. No, no, All right, no, no, Tommy no, 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 You can no, find no. me. At, oh. So, well, actually, it is probably about that time. So, why don't we all look at the front and just stare at everybody? Hello. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Like yeah. Mm. Hey. Hi. Anywho, okay. Now, really, though, thank you so much for those of you who were joining us in the chat. You stayed up late, or perhaps wherever you're located in the world, you woke up early. We really appreciate it. But if you couldn't, that's okay. Leave your comments below on face not Facebook. You could do that too, sure. but you, yeah. preferably on YouTube. And also continue the conversation. You can find all of us on social media. I'm at Boys and Beauty one on the Twitter, and then on the Insta, I am yours truly, Ali Kona, with some dashes on the underscores. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. My cool. turn. Yeah. My turn. Yes, I'm fine. Lex Michael. I'm all over social media at the Lex Michael. And if you're a fan of DC on the CW on ABTV, bunch of us are all over it. There's two more episodes of Supergirl this season, and me Correct. and Tari J Miller talk about those on Monday nights. Legends is done for the season, but. If you are a fan of the Legends of Tomorrow panel, me and Dave Child are joined by Tara Erickson, and we're breaking down Fargo every single week. That show is crazy good, you guys. Come join us. We love you. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. It's T-E-R-I-J-A-Y. And, again, here on ABTV, on the Flash panel, Supergirl, uh, Arrow, as you know, uh, and Doctor Who. Doctor what? Okay, so again, turning to the front, we're here. We want to wish you goodbye. <laughs> air hugs, air kisses, all those oh, things, and okay. we will see I'm you keep next my hands week. To myself. Yeah, goodbye. I'm not. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Weird beard on my face. Weird beard face. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 